I'm JP Tuesday. And I'm Kiki Cannon. As lifelong Disney fans, the work of countless talented Disney creatives have shaped our lives. Now, as Disney catalog fans, we're taking a journey through film and television to discover if that spark that shaped us as children lives on in adulthood. Does your favorite Disney media still cast that same spell? Join us as we find out. We are Rewatching the Magic. Hi, Kiki. Hi, Tuesday. Oh, this is a week filled with news. So much news happening in the last week. This one kind of fell through the cracks and... It's such a big news story that it kind of deserves its own segment separate from our main features because there's a lot to talk about with this one. Disney has announced they are raising the prices on all of their streaming services. Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Uh, the Disney Plus price hike goes into effect on December 8th in the United States. Uh, it will be going up from the current price of $7.99 a month to $10.99 a month. However, they are also adding an ad-supported $7.99 tier. Uh, this is Netflix all over again with their thing. Uh, Disney will also be rise- raising the prices of Hulu. Uh, it will go, the ad-free tier will be jumping from $12.99 to $14.99. And the ad-supported tier will be going up from $6.99 to $7.99 a month. And that will go into effect October 10th. Uh, ESPN price hike was announced uh, back in July it will be going up from $6.99 to $7.99 a month. I believe the USC pay-per-views that the ESPN is hosting is also going to go up in price. The Disney bundle that Disney really pushes very hard will also get some changes. There, uh, We have our With Ads basic Disney bundle, which will just be Disney Plus and Hulu, will be $9.99 a month. The... Uh, Disney, Hulu, ESPN with ads, Disney Bundle will be $12.99 a month. Disney Plus, Hulu with ads, ESPN the with ads, uh, Legacy, the co- uh, anyone who was already on the Disney Bundle will be going to $14.99 a month. And any new people joining the Disney Bundle, Disney Plus with no ads, Hulu with no ads, ESPN Plus, $19.99 a month. And this is just at weeks after, as I said, weeks after Netflix had announced that they will also be doing a lower-priced ad-supported tier. I thought we went into streaming to avoid all of this, but now it's coming to pass again. Might as well go back to cable. The thing is, though, is that... Again, it's the greed factor. We t- we talked about it before, is that there is enough pie to go around as long as you're willing to have a piece of the pie. The problem is, is that none of these corporations are willing to just have a piece of the pie they want the entire pie and it's it's not possible you know 
the thing about Netflix when it started, the reason why Netflix was so successful was the place that had all the movies. Yeah, every studio you know, you, was yeah, every studio was working with Netflix. You would have monthly rotations of movies and it would be from every studio. Well, I mean, when Netflix first started, it was you'd get DVDs by mail. Mm-hmm. Remember those days, kids? Um if you don't, you're probably too young to be listening to our show. Um, but that was the thing. It was, you know, Blockbuster, but, you know, by mail. And they didn't, you didn't have to worry about what was in stock at the time. You just put it on your queue and then you, you got what was in stock. You know, they, they sent it to you and you went, oh, what's in the mailbox today? Oh, good. I guess we're watching this tonight. Um, I will admit that when, when that occurred, I'm pretty sure my fiance and I were why Netflix put the, you can only have so many DVDs in a certain time limit Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that was all we did. It was just, oh, DVDs came in the mail today. We will watch them and immediately put them back in the in the mail. <laughs> That's all we did. I mean, every day was just more DVDs came in and more DVDs went out. That was all we did. So eventually it was like, no, you can only have this many DVDs. It's you are costing us too much. It was it was great because it was like, wow, this is the the cheapest, fastest, easiest way to get all of these movies because it was the internet was not capable of streaming yet you know just it wasn't fast enough we didn't have the encoding technology yet that was not even you know youtube at that point and it was easier than just going down to to blockbuster and seeing what they had well easier and cheaper i mean yeah you know um the old days (laughs) yeah the old days but um the thing is though is that like you said they worked with every company and when they went to streaming it was the same thing they had you know yeah they would rotate out some movies and it would it would be kind of like the old disney vault idea you know watch it before it goes back into the vault but it was still a better system because it was you know everything in one place and that was the idea of streaming. It was like one or two streaming sites, and they kind of fought for everything. Um, and that was also the thing that brought brought Hulu around when streaming was a thing, was now you can watch all of your shows the next day streaming, back in the day when Hulu was free. Well, yeah, well, it was... It was free with with ads you know so it was ad supported but yeah it it wasn't a subscription service and that was fine but the idea was and you know that was the idea of of kind of cable at first was that the cable channels did not have ads a lot of people don't remember that is that the cable channels initially did not have ads because you were paying for them. Why would you pay for something and then watch ads on it? Mm-hmm. And so 
the idea of you know you're paying for it and also you have to watch ads is still to me who remembers those those days of you pay for it or you watch it with ads is so still antithetical to my idea of how things work this is why for a long time there the idea of torrenting went down i don't know if people understand that is for a while torrenting went sky high um right before the cable bust and the golden age of streaming is torrenting was really high because it was very difficult to get things. Um, And then streaming became very easy. It was relatively cheap and it was relatively easy. The streaming sites were fairly stable and user-friendly and they had what you wanted and everything was kind of consolidated in one place and then all of the studios kind of started fragmenting and like no i want my own service no i want my own service and i don't know if everybody knows this but the people who track these things say that traffic on the torrenting sites has recently gone through the roof again because you mean you've got your Netflix, you got your Disney Plus, your your Paramount Plus, HBO Max, Peacock, um, the the Discovery Plus, which is about yeah. to go through with the HBO Max. That's a whole nother. We could start a podcast on what a cluster fork that is, but th- you know that's that's a whole thing, and then. You know, I mean, Disney alone owns the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. I mean, that's three streaming services minimum that Disney alone owns. And that's all the same company. Yeah. That they're running. And, you know, I mean, HBO, the the Warner Brothers, you know, conglomerate, the Discovery Warner Brothers owns... The HBO Max and Discovery Plus, which they're going to bundle together now, maybe, possibly in the next year, to conglomerate. We keep hearing that maybe Disney Plus and Hulu will be bundled together at some point in America. Well, like I said, you can get, at least starting in uh, in October, you can get them both. No, I mean, as in one site. As in, they 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 keep. I keep hearing rumors that they may not make Hulu a thing anymore. That Hulu as a site will just go away. Oh. And it will all just be Disney Plus, and that all the shows that were being produced under Hulu, it will be like when 20th Century Fox just became 20th Studios or whatever. I mean, a lot of Hulu original programming has slowly but surely migrated to Disney Plus, such as Love, Victor, and recently The Orville. Yeah, The Orville is now just on Disney Plus now, as well as Hulu. And I I wonder if that's not a first stepping stone, because Orville is, no pun intended, a flagship right now for Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that third season got incredibly good response from critics and it seems the ratings are doing very good. The fans loved it. Um, and right now they're having a lot of prestige shows, um, and movies coming out on Hulu. Prey just came out on Hulu. Yeah. Getting a rave reviews itself. Yeah. And so now that, um, they're starting to move over some things like the the Marvel uh, shows from Netflix. And I think they've moved Runaways over on Disney Plus now. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Yep. Uh, which was originally a Hulu show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're starting to move things to Disney Plus to make it easier to find some things. And I think that might be a stealth rollout of that idea. Um, that for a while they're they're keeping some things on Hulu and Disney Plus to make it easier for people to find it, but I think it might be a, a stealth rollout of that idea as a as a trial balloon to see um, if people are okay with the idea of like oh we can just find those shows on Disney Plus now. Um, because, I mean, they're going, Disney as a corporation is going to get the money, whether or not you pay for Hulu or Disney Plus or the bundle. Uh, it's all being funneled back to the same corporation. So at this point, it's just brand recognition Possibly. for them. I mean, who's been around for a while? Yeah, I mean, they've got the name. So it, it really is just more the you know, prestige and you can make a URL redirect wherever you want it. So it I might, mean if it might be a situation like they do in Disney uh, with Disney Plus in other countries because they don't have Hulu, they have Star. So it could just be a situation where you're on Disney Plus, you go to a tab that says Hulu and then there's it takes you to Hulu. Yeah, all the all the old shows that were under the Hulu brand or whatever. Um so I do wonder if we're going to eventually end up where it's just everything is under, you know, Disney streaming service. Although with as much sports stuff that ESPN gets, it would probably be smart for Disney to keep those separate. And then people who watch the Disney stuff and then the, the, ESPN, the ESPN sports stuff, you now have the uh, double the money from both of them. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's probably, I mean, I'm personally for that because honestly, I I don't care. Please, please keep your sports away from my entertainment. Uh, the the only time I kind of want those two together is when I'm watching professional wrestling. <laughs> That's kind of the one the one time I'm okay with those two things mixing. And, I mean, now it, it also you're also possibly getting live stuff because um, we. We've kind of mentioned it in passing, but Disney is starting to roll out live streaming on their service, especially upcoming with uh, with Dancing with the Stars will be streaming live on on, on Disney Plus in the fall. Yeah, you uh, there might be a rant from me about that in an upcoming episode. I mean, we're going to see how that is because I am a regular viewer of Dancing with the Stars. I've seen every season, so we'll we'll see how that works out right now the fan base is not with it 
that is, you know, if you follow a kind of what people are saying on social media about that change, the the fans are the fans are not liking it. Also, I'm wondering how the hell are they going to handle that with the. I mean, obviously, if you're on the ad tier, then that's like you can just show the commercials on Disney Plus. But what about people on the ad free tier? Are there going to be special things just for that on the on the streaming pers- for, on the streaming version of the episode? That is an interesting thing because it's. I wonder if they're just going to do. A and now a commercial break and the people on the ad tier will see a commercial and the people on the you know ad free tier will see maybe a behind the scenes something a bonus interview maybe uh, yeah a bonus interview or a backstage camera of you know people practicing or you know judges talking or something um but it it will be kind of fascinating to see how they handle that um they say they've got the voting figured out i don't know because i mean that is a you know in when they do stuff like that in say like the UK where they're only dealing with like one or two time zones it's very easy to do things like that and everybody can vote at once um but when you're doing it in America where you've got you know four to five time zones that you're dealing with then how how do you you know, we it, it's that's why live shows in America are always like, well, we'll have the results tomorrow night on our results show. You know, will the results show still exist? They haven't said. Yeah. So we we really don't know. They haven't said uh, what that what that is yet. Um we we don't really know a lot about it but the the interesting thing is though is that currently disney is winning the streaming wars as far as you know netflix had had been the reigning king of that and And netflix is dropping like a rock currently unfortunately yeah netflix has been hemorrhaging customers lately and in july i think it was announced that at the end of july when you know whoever keeps track of these things it seems that disney over all of its platforms has now topped netflix as far as kind of the disney bundle idea um, if you if you count all three of those together, Disney as a corporation now has more streaming subscribers than Netflix does as a corporation. And a lot of that, at least on Netflix's part, has been a combination of several price hikes, several fan favorite shows being canceled, and the newer Netflix originals 
haven't been getting the wide praise as previous Netflix originals have. So it's it's a it's a dangerous combination. Yeah, I mean the the award season buzz of the the Netflix shows, you know, that they, they haven't been you know doing as well. Meanwhile, some of the Disney Plus shows have been uh and and movies as well. Um uh, and especially Hulu. Hulu has really overtaken in the streaming TV, I guess we'll call it, front. Um, a lot of their series have really made an impact in that kind of prestige drama sort of way. Mm-hmm. And Netflix had been doing quite well in that front as far as critically acclaimed uh dramas and and stuff like that um but recently they've kind of canceled i mean they've just netflix has just had a big hit with sandman mm-hmm. but i'm that's not, still warner brothers though so warner brother and and considering we have a we had the big regime the big regime change in warner brothers with discovery coming in would Discovery and Warner want to continue that contract? That remains to be seen. Uh, there has been no news on whether or not they're they're going to um, do that. Uh, I, mean, I mean, just, uh, you, you know you me; know, I've been following that yeah. very closely. I mean, um, just uh, for the for the people who may not know, Sandman is a DC character. Yeah, they did they did have to change a few things for the series, like removing pretty much every DC character that appeared in Sandman except for a few that they could get away with. There yeah, there were there were some changes there there were some uh some negotiations they had to do um because of things being sold to other studios and you know Movie under rights, contract yeah. with other other things and you know character likeness rights to other things um but that that i think is is kind of a constant negotiation uh moving forward as they they move and and so many so many of the the things that are in sandman are smaller characters that have never been in other properties yet and stuff so i i think that it it might work out moving forward that you'll see some more dc characters um in there we'll see uh different different company different things but uh yeah the interesting thing though is that it's it's going to be fascinating moving forward as the the streaming fight goes on because you know we always say we don't stay in a corporation and this is becoming not so great for media in general because you know we we do the jokes on the show about eventually our podcast will cover everything 
because eventually Disney will own everything. And it is a joke, but it's a joke that we're very aware of. I mean, even with all of the stuff between that Discovery Warner has been doing, I've been hearing a lot of sell blank to Disney. And like, you you really want that? You really want that? Because I make that a joke. I don't want that. Yeah, and it's it's a lot. It's it's very easy to to joke about these things about you know Disney has Kingdom Hearts and you know it's all the characters together in one big video game and now Warner Brothers is doing this multiverses thing where it's like all the characters in one big thing and it's like is that really what you want you know it's like that's fun in a fanfic but you don't really want that to be like a th- a thing right i mean uh, smash it's... brothers is another one of those but you know that has started the, the the everyone's here mindset i don't really want an everyone's here thing all the time and i don't want one company to own everything especially in a situation where corporations are viewing art forms purely as content and nothing more yeah and i think that that's what you know we're sort of lucky right now with disney but it's because we're very lucky right now with disney we're lucky in that the people currently and i do mean currently with disney and it could change at any second and it could be what's happening over at discovery warner brothers Hmm. because everybody looking at what's what's going on over with the other guys where you just had somebody step into the chair and go like oh we got superman and that's for boys and we got friends i guess and that's for girls and put this in a blue box and that in a pink box and like i don't really know what's going on just hand me money and like we're really lucky right now with disney that like you know say what you want about Chapik and we have and say what you wanted before about Eisner and we did and, and you know all that and kind of Iger stuff and all, yeah and Iger and uh, all of the other people okay Even everybody's all, got yeah. their pluses and minuses yeah but right now you know if you go to to the people in charge of various departments you know you you go to somebody like Feige he knows what he's got he knows who the characters are. He knows who the fans are. And you can level allegations at him for like, well, they didn't do exactly what I wanted with this particular character or whatever. But at least he knows who Moon Knight is. Same thing on, you know, it's same, like... same thing in the Star Wars thing with Filoni. Yeah, I mean, at least Filoni like knows a lightsaber from an x-wing you know 
at least he knows what the property is he's dealing with. You know? Mm-hmm. Chapik, say what you want about how he ran the parks. He at least had visited the parks. You know, th- these people at least knew what what their business was. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, they weren't just, these aren't just the money people. They at least know a little something about their business. We are seeing right now over at Discovery Warner Brothers what happens when just a money guy gets put in charge of something creative. And it is a train wreck. Disney has gotten lucky at this point. I'm not saying that there's not drawbacks sometimes. I'm not saying that there's not things that could be handled better because there always is in a business. Always. Nothing is flawless. But things could be worse. (laughs) Let's just say that. And they could be worse tomorrow. I mean, you know, nothing is ever certain. You know, regimes change in business all the time. You know, a stock price could drop. And investors could go, "Eh, we want a new guy in the chair or whatever. And tomorrow it could be the exact same situation at Disney. Mm -hmm. And all of the stuff we love could be in the same sort of danger. And that's the problem with one corporation owning everything. And when it's just one or two corporations and they own everything everything between them that's the problem you know because it only takes like two bad apples being in charge of two corporations and everything is crap And it's terrifying to look at it. I mean, one guy who doesn't know what he's doing gets in charge of one corporation and suddenly like 18 fandoms that I'm in right now are going, oh my God, did we just lose everything? I mean, Chapek could wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? Such and such show isn't making the numbers we want. Get rid of it. Just take it off the service. This movie isn't making the numbers we want. Just take it off or cancel the show or this, that, and the other. And, and that, you know, which is what we've seen at Warner Discovery. But it hasn't gotten to that point yet at Disney, at least. Yeah. And it's just weird for one person to have that much power over, over that much creative potential. Yeah. Over that much art. Over, you know, it's like, just... Say what, I mean, say what you will. Whether you were looking forward to the to the Batgirl movie or this Scoob sequel or whatever. People worked on it. Actors performed in it. There were, soundtracks were made for it. People worked on this movie, put their blood, sweat, and tears into this into these projects. And now no one will ever see it. Because one guy did not understand the demographics of its service. Or maybe he just wanted a tax write-off. We have no idea what happened there. That's the weirdest thing. 
Apparently, Wait. HBO Max was millions of dollars in the hole, and they had to make up that money somehow. Yeah, and that's and those are the things that got axed because of one guy. And the thing is, is that it could happen at Disney for the weirdest reason. Because it could happen at any corporation. We're we're using Disney because that's what we talk about on the, our show. Mm-hmm. But the larger point is that as these things consolidate, this could happen because one or two people have a bad day or have a fight or, ha- you know... Mm-hmm wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something like we we want to think of these things as like well that's stable and that's you know that makes them too much money it's like look at what just happened they were like 90 million dollars of investment in that but to a corporation that's worth multi-billions that is nothing to us that is unfathomable amounts of money to them, that is a decimal point. It's dropping the bucket. They lose that in the couch. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, you know, I, we woke up today as we're recording this, and I don't even know if you've seen it because it's such a bizarre little point. To the, they just sold the CW. They've been trying to do that for a bit. I didn't know. I did not know who they were going to sell it to. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you would think that would be major news because it's like a whole TV network. And like to them, it's like, well, that's what we did before breakfast, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because it's people in our position can't even imagine that. Mm -hmm. But when you have corporations that are that consolidated these mega 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 corporations it's such a tiny piece that it's barely worth mentioning you know Mm -hmm. and it used to be when we were kids that like an entire television network changing hands would be news for days I mean, when the CW was created, it was created in the shadows of two networks merging. The old UPN network and the WB, if you remember those two networks. Yeah. And that was, you know, I mean, two two corporations now that have nothing to do with, e- with each other, you know. Yeah. Um, but it it is fascinating to think that that's like a blip you might miss on twitter you know it's like oh i was scrolling twitter today and it was like oh they sold the cw yawn you know um but Um, but yeah so you know understand what the consolidation of these corporations and these streaming services mean you know the the other thing that people are noticing is that as 
we move to all streaming and all digital, people who are media librarians and who save media for posterity are discovering that we're losing bits of media because nothing is in physical form anymore. Mm. And as we talk about like, oh, well, you know, they're putting it in the vault and, you know, it, it will move, you know, cycle off the service for now and it'll come back later. Sometimes things just don't come back. I mean, physical, physical media in general, unfortunately, is a dying medium. Not a, lot, not a lot of people are buying DVDs or Blu-rays. Very few people are buying physical albums anymore. They'll just either buy it digitally or stream the album either on YouTube or Spotify or something or Apple Music. And the problem is, is that a lot of things in licensing agreements now are like, oh, well, we can just wipe it off your hard drive whenever you want because you don't actually own the copy you buy. It's just kind of like a semi-permanent license agreement. And due to that, um, you can never quite be sure that a company won't just like reach into your computer and just wipe your media library at some point. Um, and with people not buying DVDs or CDs or, you know, vinyl or whatever, um, media librarians are discovering that there are movies that are not even that old or TV shows or whatever that, they're discovering that nobody has copies of anymore. Um, even even pirated episodes, they're discovering because, you know, a, a torrent link has gone dead or something. And now nobody is seeding it and nobody seems to, to own a copy. And people are desperately trying to figure out a way to catalog and preserve things just to to say like hey this existed not maybe not because it's like the greatest thing ever and it needs to be in the library of congress or whatever but just because like this this was made by people and it deserves to just exist and we have so much from the early days of cinema that was lost because it was kept on flammable material just because that was the early celluloid and stuff and they didn't know how to preserve it any other way and now we're losing it because of you know strange copyright law and the greed of corporations and stuff um so you know maybe start buying more dvds and cds and stuff not only will more of your money go to the artists who made it but uh you might end up being like the one person who has a copy of a movie that you really really love one day when some librarian is going like hey this seems to be a lost movie now and you can be like the one person that goes oh no i actually bought a dvd of that once um so who knows so, I guess to wrap this up, 
and get back to our original topic, what would you do in this situation? What are you planning on doing in this situation? Are you going to go with the upcharge to and stay with the ad-free tier of Disney Plus? Or, or are you going to go with the ad-supported Disney Plus? Um, well, in our household, we we actually split. One of us pays for Hulu and one of us pays for Disney Plus. I pay for the Disney Plus, so I'll probably um, end up just going for the no ads Disney Plus because there is nothing I hate more than ads. I so probably, I'll, I'll probably go for the upcharge. I probably will as well. Uh, similar situation in, in, in with me. Uh, I just had a discussion with a family member that they are going to be playing, paying for Netflix from this point forward. Even with the price hikes, it's they still like what's on Netflix and more power to them. And I'll I'll just be paying for Disney Plus. I'm. Um, Are the the person in the house who pays for Hulu? They have always done the ad supported Hulu, which annoys me. But again, I don't pay for it, so their choice. Um, and so they'll probably just continue paying for the the ad supported Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's everything we have to say about this this price hike and everything that's going around it. Uh, Next full episode will be The Jungle Cruise with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. So do come back for that, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. If you want to help the fight for human rights in the U.S., the American Civil Liberties Union works to protect constitutional rights for all Americans. Their website is aclu.org. If you need reproductive services in the U.S. or wish to donate to those who do, go to abortionfunds.org for more info. The battle isn't over until the last person surrenders. The fight continues. Don't let the magic stop here. Join our conversation online on Facebook at Rewatching the Magic. Twitter at Rewatch the Magic. And of course, new episodes every week at rewatchingthemagic.podbean.com. Remember, the magic is for everyone. It only stops if you let it. <laughs>